Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As an entrepreneur, mother, wife, and former CEO, I share lessons and stories of both personal and professional successes and failures. Join me along with a diverse list of guests as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your career and your life. Together, we will embrace, empower, and educate each other. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. As you heard in the introduction, I am Teresa Rand. I'm the founder and the CEO of the Boss Lady Women's Leadership Community. And my most fun thing is actually this podcast. I started this podcast during COVID when I was kind of bored and said, what can I do? And a friend of mine said, let's start a podcast. So here we are three years, almost four years later. And I absolutely love the guest I have on. If you are a new listener, You will not be disappointed with today's guest. You're going to walk away with some great advice on how to run a business, but also how to be healthy. So it's a great combo tag team we've got here today. And if you are a continued listener, thank you. I hope you'll continue to listen and that you'll share and subscribe and do all of those things. The only commercial I do is I tell you where you can find out anything you want to find out about the work I do, whether it's in the Boss Lady community or my consulting work I do with businesses and individuals, you can go to Teresa Rand. It's Teresa without an H, T-E-R-E-S-A, Rand, R-A-N-D.com. You can find out all you want to find out about me. So that's the commercial. So keep listening. And here we go. Today, I have someone who sees me at my worst. (laughs) No, I don't believe that. Sometimes at my best, someone who pushes me and someone that I have grown to admire over about a year, maybe a year and a half that I first met um, our guest today. So please allow me to introduce you to Jesse Demers, better known to those of us that go to his gym as Coach Jay. So welcome, Jesse. So glad we finally connected to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'll be I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous right now. I just got a little little butterflies, <laughs> but it's it's a good thing. That's all right. That's how I feel when I go in the gym and you you show me those exercises and I'm going, you want me <laughs> to do what? and then inevitably you make me feel like I can do it even when it's a struggle I seem to make it through so absolutely tell us a little bit about your gym first of all tell us about the name how you it's called bamboo and Mm -hmm. how did you come up with that name all right very good question so the name bamboo a lot of it's pretty popular now but I came up with this maybe like seven years ago. Um, actually, it was probably about six years ago, to be exact. And I had a good trainer at the time. And if my Wi-Fi cuts out, just please like let me know. But yeah, I had a really I good trainer. At, I, I had a coach, a personal coach for myself, someone who I really respected. And he told me the story about bamboo. And it's the first time I heard it. And we were doing like jujitsu and boxing. 
and like sparring and like I had the, the utmost respect for this this guy. And whatever was going on, I was mad because I wasn't making progress. Yeah. We were doing some type of sparring. And it's like, I can't, I just can't make progress. And he told me about the bamboo and he said, um, he said, you know, when you plant a bamboo seed, he said, listen, you got to water it for five years. So for five years, it doesn't grow. You got to till the soil. You got to nurture it. You got to water it. You got to love it. You got to do all of the above. And for five years, nothing happens. He said, but at five years, almost to the day, give or take, maybe the month, it sprouts. And when it sprouts, it grows 18 inches a day, 12 to 18 inches. So in 90 days, it's 120 feet tall. You can't break it. It's durable. It's the strongest thing there is. Well, maybe not the strongest, but it's extremely right. strong. It and he was strong. telling me, um, he said, listen, did it take 90 days to grow 120 feet or did it take five years? Mm. And that's where I got the, the name bamboo. It was that because it's a philosophy. Like it's, some people think it took 90 days. I believe it took five years because the roots had to grow. The roots had to get deep and enough and, and had to be enough foundation to support the, the growth. Right. What a great story. And it, yeah. it goes in line with theirs. All of a sudden, people see that you're successful and they think you're this quote unquote overnight success. They don't yep. see the hours of work that went into that. One of my favorite things that a coach of mine one time told me, a business coach is, and we were going through, you know, how do you value, how do you price your offerings? And I was lowballing my offerings. And she said to me, she said, look, your clients are not paying you for the hour you spend with them or the two hours or the three hours. They're paying you for the 30 years of yeah. learning and education and knowledge that you bring to the table. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, now that makes a little more sense as opposed, you know, as opposed to it's just an hourly rate. So that's yeah. a great business concept. It's also a great concept when we talk about our fitness. You know, the muscle doesn't grow because I go to the gym from nine to 10, three days, and then I'm wondering what happened that, you know, I don't see any change. It takes consistency. So you've now been in business how long? So exactly five years and five months. Yeah. So are you starting to see that type of growth that you talk about in the bamboo story? So. I'm just starting to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even really seeing it the way that I want to at the moment because mm -hmm. I had big dreams, but I'm starting to see it more so on the self-development side because I put so much work and effort and energy into it to where now all the lessons I've learned from the past, the failures, the things that didn't work out, the things that almost worked out. Now all those lessons are starting to come together. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be, there's another, it's a, there's a book. So I know you're an avid reader. Um, yeah. The other reason why I call it bamboo. So I was thinking of a name and I, and I, I read this book called the compound effect. Oh have yeah. Read it? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's been a long time, but I have read it. Yeah. Small book, small book, beautiful, yep. really, really well written. And I read that this is, I was still incarcerated and I read it and I was like, man, this reminds me of the story that champ told me my coach mm. champ. Yeah. And then I just, I was like, you know what, that's, that's bamboo because with fitness, people, they want to come in and in 90 days, 
They want to have a beach body, a six pack. Right. They want to have a big butt. They want to have strong legs. They want to be able to run 10 miles. And a lot of the times it's not going to work like that. But if you stay consistent, it's guaranteed you're going to get the results and it's going to compound over time, but you have to give it time. Yeah. So, you know, anything, you know, what's that saying? Anything worth doing is worth doing well. Anything worth getting is worth waiting for. I mean, there's all kinds of sayings. But so what are some of the obstacles that you have overcome during the five years? Because, you know, five years is kind of a magic mark for businesses because I yeah. forget the percentage, but it's a huge percentage of people that don't make it five years. I celebrate my fifth year of my consulting business this year, actually. So I know what yeah. it takes, right? Sure. It takes Amen. a lot to stay consistent and not give up. But what are one or two obstacles you've had to overcome to get to where you are now? Even though I know you're not where you are, but I have it where you want to be. I have a feeling you're a lot like me. You're never where you want to be because you always want to grow and do more and learn more and yeah. see more and have more. Um, and in your case, help more people, right? Because you do sure. make a difference in people's lives. But give us yeah. a couple of obstacles. So the number one obstacle beyond all obstacles is mindset. Mm. So that was... And that still is not that it was like till today. That's my biggest obstacle. Um, but when I came home from prison, my self-confidence was so low. It was so small from all the years of just having to being talked down to um, being a number, not a person. Yeah. And yep. having nobody believe like, you know, having these dreams, but no one to believe in them. But also having no way to show myself if, if I could actually do it. So right. when I came home, it was definitely mindset. My mindset was horrible, pessimistic. Yeah. Um, so that was number one. And that's something that I'm still breaking. But I would say that's the biggest, that's the biggest obstacle. That's, yeah. that's every obstacle stems off of that for me. And, you know, it's so important. We hear it almost like a buzzword now, this mindset and you are what you think and all of those things. But I believe that to be so powerful. And, you know, you and I have talked about the time you you spent incarceration and, you know, have a son who's just finishing up his time in prison. And you said it very well. You're a number. You're beat down. You're taught to worse than we talk to our animals um, For sure. and, and I've seen it, I've experienced it side by side with my son all these years. And the number one concern is what am I going to do when I come home? What am I going to do to be now I've paid my dues but yet I have all these things against me. I can't get a license for this. I can't get a lot, you know, I can't do. And how do I wrap my mind around knowing that I still have something of value to offer? So I love that that you bring that up because to to people that don't have your background, we struggle with it. And then when you have your background, it's a it's a double, triple, quadruple whammy. So what can finally convince you that you could do it? I'm glad you brought that up because you you took the words from my from my mouth. So my main thing when I was getting out of prison was I didn't know. I didn't think I had any value. Mm. So yep. I'm like, I have nothing to offer and I know I can't work for anybody. <laughs> I know myself. So I used to be a drug addict, 
Um, I used to rob, sell dope, you know, as a teenager. Right, uh, right. Bite, whatever, you want to shoot gun, whatever it was. And then I go to prison, so I did 13 years, but I changed my life on day one. But I still had to pay for the, I had to pay the price for my yeah. crime on robbery, yeah. so. Right. So I was like, man, I have no value to give, and I'm, I'm 32 years old, and I thought the only thing I could give was fitness, which is why I started a gym, because in prison, that's all I did was fitness. Every prison I went to, I had boot camps. Every prison. Um, yeah. And I thought that's the only thing of value I could offer. So I, that's why I started running boot camps when I got out. And now I know I know different. Now I know I, I have a lot of value and I can offer it in many different ways. But the reason yeah. why I chose a gym is because I just, and it wasn't even a gym. I thought I was going to run a boot camp in the park and I'd have a hundred people in the park. I thought just doing yeah. boot camps and everybody be paying me a hundred dollars a month and I'd be making 20,000 a month or 10,000, whatever, right, right. just doing boot camps, which was naive. Cause I didn't know how it worked in society. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you stuck with it. And so just from it, yeah. from a pure business standpoint, you know, regardless of the background, you know, what you describe is also what happens to so many people that go in business. They have this idea and usually if we're going to be become an entrepreneur, we have an idea that we're passionate about. So we would pay for it. So we think everybody's going to pay us for it, right? Yeah. But then reality hits. So when you are continuously, and, and this is something you said to me when we were chatting before the recording, that you're continuously trying to grow your business, how do you set your own goals? How do you you know, you're good about having us in the gym set goals. You're good about mm -hmm. having us strive to, you know, just this past Monday when I was there, I had, I think, a five pound weight. And you said, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, so, yep. you know, but without someone pushing me. So how do you push yourself to continue to think about growing your business? Do you surround yourself with some other people? How, how does that work for you? All right, I'm going to. The number one key for, for people who are starting a business or if anybody wants to advance in their career or, or in anything, hire a coach, mm. period. So I'm in a coaching program right now for gym owners. I've been in there for maybe like two years almost. Before I was in this one, I was in a different coaching program for gym owners. So I'm just, I'm a big believer in, in coaching. And being around people who have done it. Say that one path. more time, Jesse. You, you broke up. You're a big believer in what? I am a huge believer in coaching. Yeah. Okay. Period. Yeah. So like. That's like yet in, another in the, thing we have in common. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always use, and I've said it before on the podcast, you know, Tiger Woods, arguably the greatest golfer ever. He has coaches. You know, and you yep. think, well, who's going to coach him? Because he's already the best. Well, he's got a coach for strength and he's got a coach for mindset, mental. Yep. You know, so hiring coaches, people think, well, it's a lot of money. And yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's money well spent. You know, I happen to do coaching. So obviously I think it's money well spent. But my husband is in real real estate, commercial real estate. Yep. He's used coaches throughout <laughs> his years that are specifically for commercial real estate. You know, that's 
we never know it all, right? We never yep. know it all. We ha- we have to have people surround ourselves, and I'm I'm a huge proponent of surrounding ourselves, or at least I like to surround myself with people smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, right? me too. It's the reason I go to a gym. You know, I want somebody. I mean, I have a fitness background. You know, having worked with the YMCA for thirty years, but I still need those other people that are keeping up with the latest in the fitness world that are keeping up with the nutrition, you know, all the changes and opinions and, and your gym does all of that. Your team members are amazing. So there's only one of you. And I don't know how many coaches you have in the gym Uh, trainers. I know we call them coaches in your gym, but there's 10 Six, seven. How so we many? got, yeah, we got six coaches um, and then one admin. Yeah. So you've got seven team members that have to duplicate the bamboo Coach J way, right? So yep. how important is training your team members to you? The number one important thing. Right now, this version of bamboo the number one important thing is for me to put everything that makes bamboo unique into a SOP, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly culture, the soft skills, welcoming everybody in the gym, smiling, correcting everybody, challenging people. Like yesterday you were on the, the other side of the gym working yes, out. I, was. <laughs> I had to pull you over. Like, no, you need to be over here and this side working out with these people because you're capable. Yeah. But if I'm not there, and the coaches allow you to just stay over there, you're not going to make progress. Right. So I have SOPs and I got to make sure that on a deeper level that I hire the right coaches. That's what I'm learning now. Yeah. So I have to have the right people come in to be coaches and then coach them the right way to coach the way I want things to go. Right. So, you know, I noticed because I, I think, Oh gosh, my, it just went out of my mind. What's our coach's name for the class I go to? Cause he's, I've only so, been there. Coach Kiko. 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 I was going to say Miko. Kiko. (laughs) And I noticed he's trying to learn everybody's name because when I came in Monday, he said, it's Teresa, right? You know, and and I noticed that you're in and out with him. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought, but I, it's evident that your coaches are articulating what they're learning from you. Yeah. Which is incredibly important, right? Because you can't possibly train and coach what six classes a day, six yep. days a week. So like, for example, this morning, we're onboarding two new coaches. So mm-hmm. Kiko, I onboarded him about three months ago. Mm-hmm. But since then, I learned so much about onboarding Kiko that these new coaches I'm onboarding, it's going even faster. Uh-huh. We spent an hour, um, we spend an hour every single morning. So we're on week two. Um, and like just this morning, we spent an hour just going over drills. So what I'll do is I'll say, hey, pretend that a brand new person walks in the gym. Me and the coaches are in the gym, the two new coaches. Right. I go first. Hey, how are you doing? What's your name? My name is Sally. Nice to meet you, Miss Sally. I'm Coach Jay. This is Teresa. This is Mike. Mike, this is Miss Miss Sally or whatever the name was. I introduce them and then I sit back and I say, all right, Coach A, it's your turn. Now I want you to role play. And then she'll pretend someone new comes in. And we'll do that for an hour straight. And it's so boring. (laughs) I don't care. I need them to understand how important this is. So when it's go time, someone new walks in, they immediately introduce themselves and start introducing them to other members. Because I tell them in my industry more than, 
in the fitness industry more than any other industry, we have one chance to make a difference. Yeah. One. Somebody might have kids, raise their entire family, and in that process, lose sight of themselves, they gain weight, they always put themselves last, last their kids go to college, and now they're like, you know what, I want to get in shape. Yeah. But they have no confidence, they're intimidated to go into a big gym. Yeah. So they might find the courage one time to come into the gym. And if we don't welcome them and make them feel like they're a part of a family and that they can do it, if we just overlook them, that might yeah. be the one chance we have. Yeah, absolutely. Because we forget we, meaning someone that's grown up going to gyms, somebody that's grown up working yep. out, we forget that that's not everybody. It's actually not the majority. Yeah. So when you say, you know, do a deadlift, if you say that to somebody that's never walked in a gym, they're like, I don't have a clue. And what I love about bamboo is that it's the small group setting, and but there's one or two coaches that are always watching everybody. Yeah. And it's a diverse group of people in 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 age and ethnicity. I, I mean, yeah. it, it, you run the gamut there. It's unlike I was just telling my husband the other day, any gym that I've been through throughout my years of of working out, it, but every coach seems to be watching you at all times, you know, yeah. just little tweaks. And, and that's not, you have to be teaching that. So yeah, it's, not that it's not that's by not, accident. That's not what by it's not by accident. Yes, it's not by accident. Yeah. And in three months, in three months, Miss Teresa, I just want you to pay attention. Like I got a lot of good things coming. Yeah. Um. So it's going to get even better. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So I know we're talking a lot about business, but it's January. What is today? Today that we're recording this is the last, almost the last week of January. It'll be the last week of January um, next week. So anyway, people join the gym in January. And then by February or March at the latest, it's back to the same old crowd. So, and I see a lot of people in bamboo that seem to be sticking with it, even if maybe they're not making the progress as fast as they would like. Mm -hmm. So what are some, and I, and I think a lot of it, Jesse, has to do with, number one, your coaches text us if we don't show up. Yep. <laughs> That's, That's right. never like, geez, I was out of town, Coach Angie. <laughs> I'll be back, coming back. Yeah. Um, and I think that's huge. That's huge. But if someone is not self motivated and they're that person that they have the best intentions, you know, I do goal setting classes every year at the end of the year. And inevitably, Health, wellness, fitness, nutrition is somewhere on somebody's goals every year. Along, right along with their business goals is their health. But it just seems so difficult for some people to stick to. And, and I don't say some people because I'm not near the athlete I was when I was younger. But most of mine's around nutrition. I have to really pay attention to my nutrition but I enjoy working out for those people that come and they hate working out. What advice do you give them? Just keep, just keep showing up. So man, that's such a good question. I wouldn't go tactical. So for me, 
Like my whole thing is how do we get to the root? How do we actually make a change that's going to last with us? So when it comes to nutrition, just go buy any nutrition book. That's going to be good enough. When it comes to fitness, go do a free boot camp in the park. That's going to be good enough because that's not the main issue. So you have to figure out, you have to figure out like the best way to realize that me quitting is the reason why I'm in the same position mm. because I always quit. And because I'm in this position, I hate myself, if that's what the case is. Or because right. I'm in this position, I'm I'm poor and I'm broke. Or because I'm in this position, I can't even look at myself when I take a shower. I got to walk past yeah. the mirror like this. Yeah. And why is that? It's because I always quit and I always quit. You have to make that connection that the reason why I'm here today is because I quit every time I start something. Wow. So therefore, once we made that connection, it has to be a point where it's like, I'm not going to quit. I don't care. Even if I was supposed to work out today and I didn't work out today, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to walk for 12 minutes just to keep my word to myself for today and do my 12 minute workout, but I'm not going to quit. You have to, there has to be that connection to where we're at today. You're where you're at today because you always quit. Yeah. My job as a coach, I know it's not about me in this question, but like my job is to get people to make that connection. Yeah. And I don't know know how to do that. I'm trying. Yeah. And you know what? Jesse, we're coming full circle. And when we talked about at the beginning, you talked about mindset for opening the business, mindset for believing in yourself and and that you had the value and the confidence to to have a successful business. Mm -hmm. That's really what you just described. It's not about how hard we work out or, or, you know, that we ate potato chips today and we shouldn't have. It's, It's sticking with it. Even yep. if you decide to have that bag of potato chips, that doesn't mean, you know, that it's all over and now you just don't yep. do it or you skip one day that you don't go back. So I think our theme of this podcast is its mindset. I agree. It's simply mindset. Yeah. So listen, we've been going for a few minutes here. I could talk to you forever, both about business and about fitness I admire you. I I worked with the Y, as I said, for many years. So I was not a member of a lot of gyms, obviously, because I -hmm. I had the Y. But I've benchmarked gyms throughout my career. Any time I traveled, I went to different gyms, primarily from a business standpoint, because I wanted to see what they were doing Mm -hmm. that we could do in the Y or maybe (laughs) what we were doing better that we could do more of. Um, all of those things. I I literally started my career as an aerobic instructor. Somebody in the gym was talking Jane Fonda the other day. That was was what I did. That was back in my day uh, with the aerobics and all of that. And I can tell you, your gym, Bamboo, here located in Ormond Beach, Florida, is unlike any gym I've been a member of. So I am honored to Number one, be a member, but to consider you a friend and help with your growth any way I can, because um, you're you're just a very good person, and I'm glad that our paths have connected. So Amen, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for all the help that you and the other coaches give to the people in our community. Where can we find out more about Bamboo and about Coach Jay? Um, so Bamboo is. Bamboo Athletics, um, and it's the same thing on social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, same thing. Okay, and you, you, you broke up, so say that one more time. Of course. Um, so info at Bamboo Athletics, excuse me, 
The website is Bamboo Athletics. Bamboo as in the tree, then athletics are with the okay. S. Same thing on social media. And the email is info at bambooathletics.com. Info at bambooathletics.com or bamboo yes, athletics and all of those places. And of course, we'll put that in the show notes. We'll also put my contact that can always reach out to me. Um, yeah. Any parting words of wisdom before we close? <laughs> yes, don't quit. It's yeah. not worth it. The price Perfect. you pay for going through that discomfort and just staying in it is going to be worth it at the end. It's going to be worth more than the price you're going to pay if you just quit because that price is unbearable. So, just don't quit, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Coach Jay, for, for being you, here Mr. today. Lisa. And My thank pleasure. you, listeners, for continuing to listen. And um, please rate, subscribe, all those fun things all of us podcasters always ask you to do. But mostly, I end this podcast the way I do all my podcasts with the saying that my grandfather, he didn't invent the saying, but he said it to us on a regular basis. And that was to stop and take time to smell the roses. So until we meet again, take care.